So today we're going to be talking about some uh, allergy triggers that we often come across during Christmas time, which is a surprising sort of time to be experiencing allergies, but there are quite a few triggers there. So we're sitting down with our naturopath, uh, Stephen Judge, to have a chat. So Stephen, what are some of the common triggers that you see around this time of year? Yeah, Jess, so we get a few interesting people coming in during Christmas uh, with some allergy and intolerance triggers that in their eyes seem to randomly flare around the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to start talking about uh, nitrates and nitrites, which are preservatives used in uh, cured and processed meats. Mm -hmm. And I guess what's most relevant for the Christmas period is everyone's starting to eat a lot of ham and turkey. Yeah, and it's one of those things that you'll sort of, it's not something you usually consume throughout the year, I guess, yeah. and we'll eat it for a week straight. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, nitrate and nitrite allergies are increasingly common too, actually, with people who are uh, regularly eating processed meats, ham, turkey, salami, that kind of stuff. And so we do get this influx of people coming over the holiday period to get a nitrate and nitrite treatment done mm. just so they can enjoy the good old ham and turkey mm. and enjoy the endless leftovers mm -hmm. uh, without getting so many symptoms. Yeah. So nitrates and nitrites, they're basically chemicals used to preserve <coughs> foods. Yeah. And uh, people who are sensitive to these, they, if they are sensitive, they typically experience a lot of kind of subtle headaches and hives and random itching. Um, so nitrates and nitrites are also commonly in hot dogs, bacon, mm -hmm. salami, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But interestingly, nitrates do also naturally occur and many people are unknowingly sensitive to these. Mm. People have this kind of, um, you know, subtle but kind of constant nagging headaches and hives and itchiness. Um, so nitrates are actually really high in some plant foods, including uh, beetroot, broccoli, cabbage, carrot, cauliflower, a lot of the leafy greens. Yeah. Um, and a big nitrate uh, containing food is celery. And that's quite interesting as the celery juice craze is sort of really kicked off this year. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I have met a lot of people who get into the celery juicing. Some people do amazing on it and other people seem to get all these weird symptoms and yeah. it affects their blood pressure and they get itching and headaches and these people may in fact you know be sensitive to these nitrates mm. that naturally occur in celery mm -hmm. juice particularly yeah. if you're having a lot of it yeah um but so they're also in a lot of smoked cheeses smoked fish like mm. smoked salmon or other kinds of fish mm -hmm. but yeah so we do uh quite, get a, bit quite a few people mm. coming in doing mm. nitrate and nitrite uh, preservative treatments, yeah. but the treatment also covers naturally occurring nitrates as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So another food that um, typically, especially in Australia, that we'll eat a lot over Christmas <coughs> is seafood. Right. And interestingly, there's a link with dust mites, which is quite unexpected. So mm. do you mind sort of breaking that down for us? Yeah. And so I guess, you know, it's another one. Many people find they, um, when people eat seafood regularly or people uh, who might not eat it that regularly tend to eat a lot more over the holidays. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people I've met can suddenly start to experience a lot more classic allergy-like symptoms uh, upon eating all this extra seafood. So like eczema, itchy skin, you know, like hay fever symptoms, mm. itchy nose, scratchy throat, um, <clears throat> congestion. And so sometimes, so we're talking about seafood, This for some people it could be down to the histamine content of yeah. the seafood. Uh, seafood is high histamine, but there's actually a fascinating link with shellfish and dust mites. Oh. So when we do testing, many clients uh, 
may in fact, they don't come back for histamine, but when we keep doing the testing, they do test positive for seafood and dust mites. Mm. So the link here, it's a fascinating link, is that what, what people are reacting to within dust mites is something called tropomycin. So it's, it's a major allergen that affects a lot of people who have dust mite allergies. Yeah. And so the tropomycin that exists in uh, dust mites is genetically identical, uh, identical sorry, to that which exists in dust mites. Mm -hmm. So, and it's been demonstrated uh, in trials that people who inhale the tropomycin from shellfish, this kind of leads to them developing a dust allergy, wow. kind of sensitive to dust. So people, they're inhaling tropomycin from shellfish and seafood and yep. then they start reacting to dust mites as well. That's fascinating. Yeah, know, one to yeah. keep an eye out for. Totally. Yeah. Um, another thing that sort of comes to mind around Christmas time is there's a lot of scented things, lots of candles mm. and stuff around the house, decorations, all that kind of thing. For people who are sensitive to sort of smells, yeah. you know, what can that do? Yeah. yeah, so this is related to something called phenolics, mm. so plant phenolics, so, uh, which is a pretty common treatment uh, here yeah, seasonally, but yeah. also throughout this Christmas period. So the phenolics are these aromatic compounds, uh, so they give off a sense of smell. Yeah. And they're found throughout the environment, particularly in plants and pollens. Uh, they are in foods, like a lot of herbs and spices, um, and a range of chemicals. But yeah. these airborne phenolic compounds mm, um, really irritating yeah yeah but so i guess around this period um you know christmas trees particularly pine trees are very high mm. in phenolics um so they can drive a lot again a lot of these classic hay fever like yep. symptoms like and asthma and eczema um and things like cinnamon sticks and yep. again a lot of herbs and spices mm. um and like you said kind of naturally scented candles and stuff like that yeah and even freshly mowed grass yeah 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 but phenolics um they also interestingly affect kids behavior a lot oh. uh phenols um are very much linked to behavioural issues in kids and hyperactivity and yeah. inattention and lack of focus. Mm. So we do, kids can be triggered by these a lot around this time of the year mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. And I guess um, one of the most common treatments that we do all throughout the year would be salicylates, which is a naturally occurring mm. food chemical. Yeah. But there's also an interesting link when it comes to chlorine and sunscreen, which we're also using a lot this time of year. Yes, and yeah. I actually wasn't aware of this until very recently. Mm. It's quite fascinating. So there are actually a few salicylates. Uh, there's a few main salicylates used in sunscreen. Um, one's called homomenthal salicylate mm -hmm. and ethyl hexyl salicylate mm. and trolamine salicylate. So there's mm. these three big ones within sunscreen. And they're put in sunscreen because they have pretty weak UVB absorbing properties. Um, and they're used in a, with a combination of other chemicals. Mm -hmm. uh, but these salicylates don't actually protect against the stronger UVA rays anyway. Mm. But I guess their significance, um, yeah, like you said, the salicylates is a treatment we do here mm. extremely commonly for people, particularly with gut issues, but also eczema, rashes, and yep. itchy skin. So we do get a lot of people slapping on the sunscreen a lot more 
regularly during the holiday season because it's so hot. Mm. You know, everyone's at the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so some people are really sensitive to sunscreens mm. and get itchy, red, weird rashes and yep. breakouts. Mm. And so it's classically related to the salicylates in there if you're very sensitive to them. Yeah, and I guess with mm. salicylates, it's all about um, reaching the threshold for a lot of people. So you can tolerate small amounts of it when it comes to food or using yeah. sunscreens or other sort of cosmetics. But when you sort of start to add all these things up, that's when you can start to get flare-ups seemingly exactly. randomly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So Might just push you over the edge, yeah. Yeah, so mm. we just power through the salicylate treatments mm. all year round, really. <laughs> but, yeah, they do flare up in summer holiday mm. time sunscreen. Yeah. 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 And another interesting link is with chlorine as well. Yes. Mm. So let's just mix the two together, hey? So <laughs> slapping on the sunscreen and you might jump in a pool full of yeah. chlorine. Yeah. So the interesting thing with chlorine is some people are sensitive to the chemicals themselves mm. uh, within chlorine. Um, so we do a lot of chlorine treatments here yeah. in the holiday period if people are really sensitive. And But what's interesting about chlorine is... Um, the pathway in the liver that detoxifies chlorine and its chemicals mm. is actually the same pathway in the liver called sulfation that mm. is needed to detoxify salicylates properly. Mm. Mm. So I guess chlorine is putting an extra load of pressure on yep. that detoxification pathway. So I guess, reacting. Yeah. yeah, so then getting exposed to a lot of chlorine and the body's putting, that's putting a burden on the salicylate pathway. So yep. people are getting... Uh, more intense salicylate reaction. Mm. So there's this really interesting link there as well. Yeah, and it's quite interesting. A lot of people use to help um, if you do react to chlorine or do find it sort of pushes your reactions over that threshold, can use um, Epsom salt baths. As yeah. it's from magnesium sulfate, it helps to basically support that sulfation pathway to help yep. detox it out of the system to try and sort of prevent those flare-ups as well. Totally. When yeah. people come in for treatments, we also just uh, talk to them a lot about, you know, natural kind of liver mm. and digestive support. I talk with liver detoxification yep. and sulfation. There's a few very cool liver antioxidants mm. and herbs and broccoli sprout actually is really mm. useful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, mm. just touching on, because we see a lot of kids here with behavioural issues, mm. uh, the sulfation pathway tends to be very down-regulated. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, kids with behavioural issues, ADHD and autism. Yep, autism yeah. So we treat the food chemicals, take the burden off that pathway, and we also recommend things like broccoli sprout NAC. Yeah. Uh, particularly around the holiday period Mm -hmm. when kids Mm -hmm. are eating a lot of junk. Yeah, definitely. And one other thing that we do consume a lot more of this time of year is alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol, yeah. yeah. So I guess, yeah, we all know alcohol can be a bit of a burden on the digestive system Mm. and the liver. And so if anyone is already sensitive, um, we get a lot of people coming through after the Christmas party and whatever, um, you know, their intolerance is starting to flare up. Again. Yeah, because alcohol is sort of like a cocktail of these food chemicals when it comes to salicylates mm, and amines, yeah, histamine, yeah. Um, which are all sort of produced when things are fermented and broken down, like a lot of alcohols are. Yeah. And I guess even sort of like Christmas cocktails, they have a lot of other stuff added in, the extra right. flavours, lots of sugar. So it can definitely be a big trigger for a lot of people. Totally. So yeah. I've already had a few post-Christmas party people coming in, <laughs> salicylates abound, yeah. so... You just get a salicylate and histamine treatment in and they're all good again. Yeah, oh, that's um, good. But, yeah. yeah, again, we'll just kind of get these clients on just some nice naturopathic mm-hmm. gut and liver support mm-hmm. to get them through and yep. then they seem to be good. Yeah. yeah. So what would be your sort of tips to helping people with allergies to help get through this kind of time of year? 
Yeah, this time of the year, look, getting treatments are great mm. um, just to, you know, know that you're not going to get any of these massive reactions. Yeah. Uh, but just to keep kind of, um, you know, supporting the immune system, re reducing the frequency and severity yeah. um, <clears throat> of allergic reactions, definitely speaking with your practitioner about getting some general uh, digestive and liver support mm -hmm. to help with digestive function, you know, getting on some nice herbs and digestive enzymes. Mm. And then on top of that, I like to educate clients a lot on, you know, really just trying to, you know, stick to a mild version of some sort of routine during mm. this time of the year. It can know? be easy to get carried away with sleeping in and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And look, I, um, you know, I'm not a food and, Nazi so much mm. uh, with clients, but I want people to have fun in the holidays yeah, and enjoy themselves. Yeah. But so, you know, do it, but just take the extra support you need with the gut and the liver mm. and digestive enzymes. Um, and also just prioritize, you know, getting good sleep, yeah. having a sleep schedule. If you need stuff to help you sleep, talk to your practitioner, you know, it's a lifesaver going through the holidays. Yeah. Um, maintaining a sleep schedule, taking the right adrenal support, mm. herbs and nutrients to help with like energy and fatigue, yeah. particularly parents. Mm. Um, you know, it's pretty intense time of the year for parents, young kids. Mm -hmm. And we find that also in the holidays, some parents finally, you know, have a time during the holiday period to, you know, relax and let go a bit, their immune systems just crash. Yeah. Because they finally stopped working. I can imagine. Mm. And so, you know, sleep support and adrenal mm -hmm. support is mm -hmm. uh, really important and mm. useful during this uh, time oh, of the yeah. year yeah and also again with the routine just prioritizing good sleep getting some movement in every day you know at least 20 minutes even if it's just a walk getting your at least five minutes of meditation breath work in a day they're like really simple kind of routine things yeah but they these lifestyle factors will make all the difference yep. in kind of helping uh preventing and reducing allergy flares yeah. and gut symptoms and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, if you do need any extra support over this time of year, please feel free to get in touch with us through our website, which is naturalallergytreatment.com.au. Otherwise, you can give us a call on 1300 853 or if you're in New Zealand, the number is 09-479-5997. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Jess. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>